that up, folks. Welcome to another episode of Not Another Film Podcast. Uh, this is the podcast where we take movies we used to love as kids and we re-examine them in the harsh, sobering, quarantined life of 2020. Uh, and we are here to talk about some feelings. We're here to talk about hearts, noble, tender, and otherwise. And helping us do that is Lauren Thompson. How are you doing, Lauren? Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> Did you like I, that I, intro? I don't know that I can quite place an emotion after watching this movie. <laughs> Amazing. We're also joined by the person who chose this movie, Mr. Lawrence Stepney. How are you, sir? I am great, and I am full of feelings. Yeah? <laughs> okay, I... So, uh, full disclosure, I'm Ian, by the way, also. I'm, I'm a host on this uh, fair program. Uh, so... We're talking, we haven't even introduced the movie. We're talking Care Bears Movie 2, colon, A New Generation. Now, well, usually when we do any sort of saga film on this uh, podcast, we like to go in order. We like to do all of them. Uh, but Lawrence, Lawrence really felt like this one kind of stood on its own. So uh, talk to us about why you want to do this movie. <laughs> All right, I know this is like the craziest, most bizarre trip movie that you've probably seen in a while. However, this movie was the defining movie of my childhood. I must have seen this movie at least 50 times. My mom would just let me sit down, <laughs> watch Care Bears 2, and I would be just the happiest kid in the world. Wow, what about Care Bears 1? We don't really talk about that one because that's an even trippier one. I just like the second one because you have to introduce yourself to all these characters, the Care Bear cousins. I mean, what's not to love? Well, were the okay. So, were were you a Care Bears person like before I, this movie? I was. Okay. I was. Did you have a favorite? Uh, Sleepy Bear, because blue is my favorite color. Okay, I thought blue was Grumpy Bear. Well, there's also Sleepy Bear, too. So it depends on what color blue you're talking Some about. Some of them have the same color. Same was Sleepy color. Bear in this movie? Mm-hmm. No, I don't, wait, wait. Grumpy was in this movie, but I don't know about Sleepy, but Sleepy was definitely I know Grumpy favorite. was in this movie. That upset bitch was like, he was everywhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> they threw him all around. About feelings and caring, and I have the one who's grumpy. It's just perfect. You need it. Inside Out did it. Care Bears 2 did it. <laughs> um, and Lauren, were you a Care Bears person? Absolutely not. Really? I knew nothing about Care Bears. And I, I still don't think I know anything about Care Bears. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I maybe know less than I did before I watched this film. Uh, so no, no, no prior connection to the franchise. Yeah, yeah I got to agree. I knew of them peripherally. But I had never seen a movie. I don't think I owned a toy. Um, and I looked up their Wikipedia, and it's a fascinating tale. Uh, do you know anything about the, the history of the Care Bears? No, I just love the fact that they were colorful and happy. That's great. That's exactly what they wanted. So they initially developed in 1981. And within the first, like... Three years of them existing, they made five to six million dollars. Was, things... it, was it a toy first or was it a show first? It was a toy first. That, that makes perfect sense because I was tracks. born in 1984. Yeah. So like right as I was born, like the Care Bears were everywhere. So you were born the year of the first Care Bear syndicated special, which was the Care Bears Battle the Freeze Machine, uh, which came out in 1984. 
Wow. They very quickly moved to develop a film, uh, which was the Care Bears movie in 1985. This is not the movie we're discussing, Mm -hmm. even though Lauren and I watched 30 minutes of it, and you are exactly right. It is batshit insane. And we turned it off. (laughs) We got 35 minutes into this movie, Lawrence. I couldn't tell you if there was a plot, if it was trying to not have a plot, if what, like, I had no idea what was happening. Songs just, like, appeared out of nowhere. And the visuals accompanying them seemed to have nothing to do with anything we had seen before there or would seen after. Magician boy. See, I told you to go right to the number two. Sometimes a sequel is even better than the first. Ex- right. Exactly. Empire Strikes Back. Bad Boys 2. Care We've got Bears too. Care Bears 2. High <laughs> School Musical 2. I mean, what else do you want to talk about? Oh my, all, just, just sequels. So this movie came out in 1986. Um, and... And the Care Bears are running pretty strong for a while, like till the end of the 80s. But then they fizzle out in 1987. The Care Bears since 1987 have been relaunched and rebranded six times. The most recent being a 2019 Netflix show called Care Bears Unlock the Magic, which you can find on Netflix right now. Oh my God. I gotta catch up with my love. So if Lawrence you, is adding this to his Netflix queue as we speak. They had five albums come out in the year 1985. How many albums? Five albums. Yikes. Of Care Bear songs. <laughs> Are you okay, Ian? Just, this is insane. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing that isn't insane about any of this. Absolutely. So do you know, Lawrence, do you remember the first time you saw this movie? Obviously for us, it was about three and a half hours ago. <laughs> um, I don't know. I must have been about maybe six or seven. So that would be around 1990. Okay. And so I just, I could not tell you, I was enamored. And it must be true because my whole outlook on life in terms of sympathy and empathy and just believing in the goodness of people came from this movie. Wow. That's beautiful. That's actually really nice. I kind of feel like that's the point of the movie. Like it feels like, I mean, if the movie is, is anything besides, you know, a shameless cash grab for the Care Bear Corporation, for Big Care Bear. um, I do think it's like, obviously there are moments where it's like, we could kind of, kind of make this look like a, you know, an allegory for having feelings and showing kids how to care and shit like that. If you didn't care at the end of this movie, what happened to you? Yeah, there's a real moment of, like, uh, I do believe in fairies at the end of this movie. A bear breaks the fourth wall and talks to you. And looks directly at you and says, basically, if you don't care, she's going to die. It's like the Bernie meme. It's like, for just $2.27 more, we could keep this camp girl alive for 30 <laughs> more minutes. Um, and can we talk about who the camp girl is? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get into that in just okay. a second. Okay. Um, so... I'm so glad to hear that that's what, uh, that, that this movie inspired that in you. Really quick, I'm going to run through just the plot of this movie because I had a really hard time tracking it. So just bear right. with, <laughs> bear yeah. with me. Um, here is the plot. In the second installment of the original, to the original Care Bear movie trilogy of the 1980s. What? This was the IMDb plot summary. This is a sequel to a trilogy? Yeah, we watched 30 minutes of the first one. And then there's another one after this. Another one. No one I never watched, the, I never oh, watched okay. the third one. Sorry, oh. 
in my head, I thought there were three, and this is a sequel to the trilogy. Oh, no, no, no. I so, was very concerned. We're, we're half a sentence in. We're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> um, second installment to the original Care Bear movie trilogy of the 1980s, the Care Bear family goes on their first, quote, caring mission to stop the evil doings of a demon villain named Darkheart from taking over a summer camp while making the bears and the cousins vanish forever. In exchange for the family's capture, he gives a camper named Christy the chance to succeed as the, quote, camp champ over her so-named rival. While starting the kingdom of caring, its founders, parentheses, true heart bear and noble heart horse, will stop at nothing to end the wrath of the bear's first villain. Christie's friends, Don and John, and the rest of the family join them in doing so. Narrating the tale is the great wishing star, voiced by Chris Wiggins, who also helps True Heart and Noble Heart start the kingdom as both of them take care of the little orphan cubs. Is that the movie you just watched, Lauren? Um... The answer is I, yes. I think I, I think I I remembered about maybe fifty percent of that. Like as you read it, there's like I would say half of it. I was like, yeah, I think I saw that, and the other half, I was like, I have no memory of this. This this movie is disappearing from my memory as quickly as I watched it. What it's making me realize is there's a fine fine line between um, plot of a children's movie and wanted poster for the Manson family. There's just a, it's a fine line between like the kind of like qualifications you would need. There are definitely parts of this movie that reminded me of watching Cats in that it just seemed like extended roll calls of just like increasingly weirder named characters that I have no previous association with, but that I'm, <laughs> that I'm supposed to recognize. Lawrence, what about this plot as your favorite aspect? Is it Darkheart? Is it- Oh, the villain. Of okay. All right, cool. Because I want to spend roughly all of this talking about him. <laughs> That's what he deserves. He deserves the entire episode. Except we got to start, we have to begin at the beginning. And, uh, and that is with a sexy slow jam with these bears on a boat in the middle of the ocean. And the, the beat kicks in out of nowhere. And it straight up sounds like this bear and this horse are about to get down. <laughs> it is a sensual jam. Have to lay down the story. But for a kid's movie, that's a weird it's a weird tone to start on. I will say, having come to this film with no nostalgia tying me in is the reason I'm watching the film. There's something distinctly dirty about the, about the experience of being an adult and watching this film for the first time. As two adults watching this movie <laughs> without a child near us or anyone under the age of nine or anyone who had seen it before. <laughs> like I, I told this to Lauren, I, I went and needlessly bought something on Amazon today because I could not stand the fact that the only purchase I had made today on Amazon was renting Care Bears to a new generation. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have to also get like peanut butter or something. Like, <laughs> Wow. Wow. Yeah, we had our windows open because it was a nice sunny day out and, you know, we're stuck inside. And at one point, about 15 minutes in, I was like, I feel like we should close the windows <laughs> just in case anyone walking by just comes along and sees two adults with no child in sight 
firmly fixated on the Care Bears movie. And someone taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but there was a child inside you that I was speaking to. Yeah, this is true. That's true. That's true. So, so you didn't think that this bear and this, this horse were about to get it on? Absolutely not, because you didn't even know who they were. They just appear out of nowhere. Exactly. Um, carrying babies. Carrying babies. Carrying Baby babies. animals. Okay, so I'm confused about something, but I think I figured it out. So there are the Care Bears, and then there are the Care Cousins. Yes. So everyone that's not a bear is a cousin. That's easy to remember. Yeah. And also weirdly speciesist. <laughs> well, they get to live in their own place. Yeah, but they're not allowed in care a lot. Well, the whole point is that they're all together. Well, they had to, well, they got separated because Darkheart was going to take them all. That's so they separated to spread the numbers. Yes. So then they separated by species? That seems like a weird message to send to kids. Well, there's the bears and there's everyone else. Look, all of you that look the same, you go over here to this place that's named after Camelot. Everybody else, you guys all go into this, the forest of feeling. Feelings, absolutely. Brilliant name. Which is like, it's like a Bonnaroo attraction these days. <laughs> More like Bahamas. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, my other favorite thing about this sequence is uh, the first lyrics that are sung are, I keep recalling how life used to be. Which is pretty heavy for this bear and this horse on this boat with these kids. They're being pursued. But, okay, so is this music the music that that True Heart Bear is just listening to on the boat? I'm definitely, like, if he had an iPod, that's totally what he'd be listening to. Yeah, so, okay, so this is, like, diagenic music, and inside the world of Care Bears, this song is happening. Maybe it's a lullaby for all the caring cousin babies. Maybe. I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> then the Loch Ness Monster appears. Um, they so, do? Yeah. Okay, so Lawrence, why don't you describe the first appearance of Darkheart? Okay. So Darkheart is this shape-shifting demon and has been traveling after to, um, uh, True Heart and Nobleheart horse. And his first appearance, he shapeshifts constantly throughout the movie is literally a dragon Loch Ness monster. It's a real Pennywise situation. <laughs> he, yeah, he just keeps pop, like, so we never see Darkheart's true form. It's like a, it's like a, a cloud. Yeah, it's- Evil red eyes. So he's just basically like evil personified. Yes. yes. He's like the he's ooze in Fern Gully or okay, like Okay, so it's not like, at the, at the end of the movie, I kind of got the vibe that maybe he was just a kid who like, got really bitter about being left out and just like turned into this sentient cloud. Oh no. no. I got questions about so that So that kid. little girl is dating a, a demon at, at the end of at this At the film? end of this movie, that lady's dating a demon. They're we are not gonna, hands. we have to build it up before we talk about the ending. Okay, right. you're right. So You're saying that, that there's a lot of unfortunate implications if he's not a kid to begin with. Here's my biggest like, question and concern. Why does Darkheart need to stop the Care Bears? Because they are the personification of all that is good. And so he just is like, I'm evil. I need to snuff out good. Period. He That's my he, whole MO. He hates when people care or feel love or any like positive emotions. So he needs to wipe out the embodiment of those good things <clears throat> so that the world will be like a hate-filled place. Yes. Okay. Okay. And the Care Bears constantly thwart him at every opportunity. Because they are just so good. They're so good. And they got that Care Bear stare. Ew. Which isn't really a stare, it's like a chest light. 
the chest bump. Yeah, it's a Kung Fu Panda chest bump. Yeah, it's not a stare. It's definitely, like, the title is misleading. The stare would insinuate that the, the rainbow shoots out of their eyes, but I think that would look too scary. <laughs> it definitely would look a little too creepy for this audience. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's the beginning of this movie. They fight this long, nice monster. Uh, this rainbow bridge appears. Out of nowhere. And takes uh, True Heart Bear and Noble Heart Horse up to heaven. Which I think is a, it's a, they, they die, right? They die in the storm and they get sent to, so well, they, get, they kind of just kind of like, they become, they become like archangel bears. Is that what yeah. this is? Yeah. And that's why I took it. I took it as wishing star, grandpa wishing star basically brings them to safety. They're so you think clouds. he brings them to safety? You don't think they died in the storm? And then this I is- don't think that they died in the storm. <laughs> I do believe that they're in heaven. You thought they died? Ian? I think it's an, I think it's, it's, a reading. I think it is a. Wow. I don't think I, I missed all of this. I don't think we can toss that reading out. <laughs> wow. I think it's got legs. Oh man. Um, so many insane legs. But yeah, no, no, because let's go with what actually happened. A star saw a horse and a bear and a boat were in trouble in the middle of the ocean and being pursued by a Loch Ness monster. So it sent down a rainbow bridge to shoot them up to heaven to safety. Did them a solid, yeah. All right. So now, and this is where he, they get named. Yeah, they get their, They finally ascend to mm-hmm. who they truly are. They show both true. They show both heart and nobility. So we got. So tru- they are basically angels. Yeah, they're they're guardian angels. Yeah, guardian angels. Yeah. Yeah. So true heart bear, which is kind of like I guess our bear protagonist. That's the red one. Yes. Yeah. And then, or pinkish, right? Pinkish. Yeah. Wait, who's the red one? Tender heart. Tender heart. Tender heart. So there's true heart and tender heart. Oh, there's yeah. there are a bunch of other hearts. There are a lot of hearts. But those are like the two leads, right? Those are the two main bears. Okay. But then we got I'm Noble so Heart confused. Horse. I can't tell any of them apart. Noble Heart Horse is the leader of the cousins. Okay. Yeah. What color were they? They're the horse. What color? Like the My Little Ponies one. Purple. Purple. Okay. Right? Okay. okay. All right. Magenta-ish All right. purple. Fuchsia. All right. All right. <laughs> I'll allow it. We've been describing a horse. Uh, and, um, uh, what? I'm trying to read this note that I have. Oh, yeah. I thought the kingdom was Carolot, but we, we solved that later. Yes. So this is kind of a prequel, because in the first movie, they start and they're already in Carolot. Yes, this starts 19 years before the first one. Do we what? get a time card? No, you don't. What the fuck? How am I supposed to know that? That is why I told you to start with the second one. Wait, so, oh my god. <laughs> oh my knew? god, really? Who fucking knew I didn't Care know. Bears had the fucking stones to do a closet prequel? They said, fuck you, you think you're getting a sequel? Boom, prequel. You're gonna learn the beginning of good and evil. Incredible move, Care Bears. Oh my god. I have so much more respect for this movie now. (laughs) So we didn't need to watch any of the first one. No. Oh, fuck. This was like, this is like the village of Care Bear movies. (laughs) Like, it all takes place earlier, and then at the end, there's just like a flash forward. It takes, it's been taking place with the Care Bears the whole time. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, Okay, so we got that figured out. That's Care a lot. Um, the Rainbow Bridge. I have questions about this. There's a Rainbow Bridge in the ca- in Caring Kingdom, Kingdom mm-hmm. of Caring. Yes, Kingdom of Caring. 
in the Kingdom of Caring, um, there is a rainbow bridge that all the little babies slide down, and it gives them, like, a, a pendant on their tummy. It, like, sorts them into jobs and is like, you're a worker, you're a, a laugher, you're a crier. It's a you're... real boss baby situation. Yeah. yeah. So what's that about? Well, they become, like, you have to figure out, each of them have their own little jobs. Like, there's the one who brings the sunshine, there's the one who does the wishing, there's the one who doesn't really talk and speaks only in secret. So They're they like just, Greek gods. They are. Yeah. Is Care Bears presupposing a, a polytheistic approach to life? Is it trying to get kids to convert? It's interesting because it's weirdly Christianic, but it's also pretty, like, Greek mythology. Absolutely. Yeah, because I mean, the Care Bears don't serve a higher power. No, they don't. They they just serve love. Feelings. Yeah, they serve fe- yeah, not even love, just feelings. So I guess that star is Zeus. I think that's yeah, maybe. That star's like Kronos. <laughs> yeah, Kron- yeah, I would Kronos. <laughs> yeah. That star is uh, <laughs> that's the beginning of the end for old uh, grandfather Willow Star. I don't like fat stars. That star had pudge <laughs> and his face had chubby cheeks and it made me really uncomfortable. <laughs> Ian does not like fat people of any kind, especially stars. Very untrue. That poor star, what did it ever do to you? It's I, like just appearing at the beginning and in the end and not really helping out in the middle. That's what he did. <laughs> okay, so we've got all that stuff figured out. That's, that's kind of the A plot of this movie. But the more important stuff and the best stuff happens at this fucking camp. And yeah. All right, so set up the dynamic at this camp for me, please. So... I, of course, did not ever go to camps as a, as a child, thankfully. But if I were to go to a camp, I would imagine it to be like this camp. There exactly. Are the like alphas and the betas. <laughs> and Christy is a beta. She's not anywhere. And her blonde Aryan friends, twin friends. Oh, my God. These two are fresh off the manufacturing really line. Creepy. These They're two are robots. They're so scary, these children of the I corn twins. I do not care for them. They the also twins named John and Don. <laughs> and they sound like they're voiced by the same person, and it's like, it's really, really, really creepy. Um, but who does the voice of Christy? So the 1980s, 1990s, incredible voice actress, Cree Summer. Fuck yes. Susie Carmichael. Mm-hmm. Susie Carmichael from the Rugrats. From the Rugrats. Oh, all right. She's also, I mean, like, I was looking at her IMDb. She has worked nonstop. A, a nonstop since like 1985 till today, like through today. Most of these voice actors have actually worked quite a bit. Good for her. The, the kid who played Darkheart, who was like actually 13 when they did it, um, is like still working in on like a bunch of anime shows these days. I mean, she was the original Penny in Inspector Gadget. Yep. Oh. Yeah. She did uh, Susie on All Grown Up, very important show that definitely needed to happen. Um, yeah, she's great. She's yeah. great. And she's the Marble Champ. No, she's the Marble Champ. Yes, that comes. That's very important. Christy does not have a lot of skills, but she does have the most important. She can shoot marbles. Yeah, she's got a lot of chutzpah, and she. Hates this Buzz Lightyear looking motherfucker who calls himself the Camp Champ. Camp Champ. Camp Champ. This kid's a douchebag. What? Don't you just want to hit someone who names themselves the Camp Champ? Yeah. I think in the credits he's credited as Camp Champ. So he, the movie ends with him in that title. 
but yeah so he uh the, it begins with them racing him and then uh christy and the the two ro- scary robots all fall and they're like oh no we're not gonna win so now they have to take out all of the the trash i mean they're like punished for like a full week for losing who where are the fucking adults there are none none they're never this are. is full anarchy See, this is why I also never went to camps, and I, I'm terrified for stuff like this because I was like, it's going to turn into a Lord of the Flies situation. Yeah, and at the time I was camping age, I was too fat and sensitive to, to want to be a part of any of that. It's Parent Trap? It's basically like Parent. You have seen Parent Trap where it's just like a full out war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nancy like, Myers' Parent Trap? Yeah. Hell yeah. There's like, yeah. It's like summer camp in all media is like a, the Wild West. It's just like a lawless place. <laughs> it's a lawless land. <laughs> You want your kids to be in crazy situations? Boom, summer camp. It's like it's it's like somewhere between like Wild West and like prison, where like day one you have to assert like I'm the alpha, which is like I'm camp champ, and no one else will be camp champ. Yeah, imagine the stress camp champ lives under every night, knowing he's going to be dethroned. Yeah, heavy is the head that lies the crown, camp champ. Yeah, because our girl Christie's <laughs> coming for that title. Oh, she is. She I, she's going to slit his throat in his sleep. She cannot wait to dispose of the camp champ. <laughs> Yep. And those scary twins are going to get rid of the body. One of them's definitely oh, a farm know. for the other. You oh, yeah. You know that they would get rid of a body for you. I, you know what would be incredible? If at the end their mom picked them up and their mom looked exactly like both of them but grown up and you realize <laughs> like, that they were actually like clones. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it wow. Was like, yeah. There's the farm. Another layer. Another layer on Care Bears. Lair Bears. Lair Bears. Where's <laughs> Lair Bear? Um, oh, my goodness. So, yeah, okay, where was I in my notes? Camp Champ is a douchebag. I'm honestly surprised there isn't a prayer bear. No, there should be a prayer bear. There's definitely a prayer bear somewhere. Um, So at this point, Tender Heart Bear, or no, True Heart Bear, excuse me, is down at the camp. Yes, because there's a very important thing in the kingdom of caring. It lets you know there's a heart meter that when there are feelings being compromised, this meter goes off. Yes, very crucial. How is that thing not going off constantly? This is the 1980s. It, I think it, it was like, <laughs> we didn't know it was there to bother it. <laughs> it's powered the same way that like the Christmas spirit meter is done and like the naughty and nice list is done. I like how you say these like they're real things. <laughs> In movies, they're real things. They're perfectly real. And to any children that are listening currently because they saw Care Bears, that's absolutely real. It's absolutely real. Necessary. But this workers. meter also kind of had like a preemptive because they hadn't run away yet. Yeah, it can just sense when, like, shit's about to go down. Yeah. They can, like, tell when you're thinking about doing something bad. It's like Minority Report shit, man. It's like pre-crime. <laughs> it's like I haven't even run away, and you already are like, oh, well, you're yeah. run away. We gotta send the Care Bears in. That's what we needed up in, in Kingdom of Caring. We needed Tom Cruise in there with the Minority Report gloves showing <laughs> cases of these kids about to run away at camp. It's like this one girl, she's a beta, but she's kind of nice, I guess. She's good with marbles. She's about to run away with these two clones, and you got to go down there and tell her that she's good at stuff. And then they send out True Heart there. She hides in a totem pole. There was one moment where, like, she's about to run away, where she's like, I'll never be accepted here. You know what I have to do. And I just said, like, murder them all. Yeah, she has to kill Camp Champ. You gotta kill them all. You gotta murder them. There are only, like, eight kids at this camp left anyway. I'm assuming the rest died in the the wars that happened earlier. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, okay, so what happens next? Oh, yeah, the, they hide in a totem pole. Um, I have a note here that said, did that totem pole come to life? And then it says, oh, never mind, that's a bear. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, didn't somebody come and hide down with True Heart Bear, like the rabbit or something? Don't yeah, the me. baby swift rabbit. What the hell is this thing? <laughs> so this is, okay, so this is when it gets a little loopy in terms of time. So the Care Bear Cousins and the other bears are still cubs. Yeah. And so Swift Rabbit um, just hides as a stowaway in Trueheart's bag. And Trueheart has no idea that there's a stowaway until they're looking for these children. And then, but okay, so this is still, this is before the 19-year time jump? The 19-year time jump technically is the entire movie. Yeah, no. These kids don't age? No, the time jump doesn't happen in this movie. The time jump is, like, between movies. Oh. But there's a, there's a really interesting, like, they do grow up, and I can't figure out the time span. It's, like, a few hours. They grow up enough to where when Christy and the demon child get together at the end, you you got to kind of be cool with it. Yeah, which is only like a couple of minutes, technically, in the real world. <laughs> yeah, but in this world, in this hyperbolic time chamber, they're both like 17. No. <laughs> and they feel it. No, they're like 13 tops. Thank you. 12, yes, 12, 13. Doesn't mean yeah. they feel it any less. They're like 12, 13, maybe. And it's still not okay because he's a demon and we don't know how old he is. Wait, I, no, okay. I, let's get into this now. So Christy, before she's like, all right, I guess I got to murder this camp champ. Somebody shows up out of nowhere and is like, well, maybe you don't need to murder him. And it's this creepy redhead Red-eyed boy. He looks yeah. like evil Peter Pan. <laughs> he's and constantly all he wearing. Yeah, he's constantly wearing a red tracksuit. It's great. His whole album and color scheme is red. Yeah. He looks like like a like he's going as a Sopranos character for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I appreciate his like consistent aesthetic. All he does is say, "Hey, Christy, I can give you powers, and I'll just need you to do something for me." And she says, well, what do you need? And he says, when I'm ready and I'll come back for it, you'll just do it. That doesn't sound suspicious at all. At all. <laughs> and yet, oh my God, this kid, get, he fausts her. He fausts her so Absolutely. hard. It is so Faustian. Yeah. He, and and it, yeah. So he pretty much makes her faster, stronger, better uh, than Camp Champ. And she becomes Camp Champ. And belittles Camp Champ. Yeah. And then he shows up again. But this time in Kingdom of Caring. Yes. Because Mark the heart's heart... whole story is just to get rid of these bears. Yeah. That's me all he fucking wants. Hates these bears. I admire I admire someone with a clear objective. <laughs> again, this is like this is coming back around to it's just cats. He's McCavity. It's so easy. Yeah. The entire time I was freaking out because I was like, what's his real look? Because he just keeps like going back and forth. But here's my big question. Where did this kid come from? That is the floor. So throughout the movie. Oh, we talked about this earlier, yeah. Yeah, he just becomes whatever he needs. Whatever. So, so he's not a real. So this child has never existed. That's what we were never. talking about earlier. It's never existed. He's like, he was just like a demon that then took a child's form. Because he was had to go to camp. Yeah, and then at the end, he wills himself into, and he cares himself into, into becoming a real boy. So very but, Pinocchio. 
yeah, who's going no, to care for this child? I'm just, I don't know. He doesn't have parents. No. He does not. So, and his eyes change color to blue at the end. So, like, we're going to talk about that later. So, he's Again, like, he's a, a Christ Peter, figure. It's a Peter Pan situation. No, it's not. Peter Pan had parents. He's just going to get adopted into some random family. It's so, crazy. now he's got to put himself in an adoption center? I don't know. Maybe her family will adopt him. This totally it, then he's dating his adopted sister? Yeah. That's hot. Yeah, no. Ian's into that. No, that's I'd like the logistics of this child not being in the world changes everything more so than talking bears. Well, hopefully, he gets to keep some of his powers. Yes, so like, does he even he need like, food? Yeah, like, I'm, no, he doesn't need anything, he just needs the bears to go away. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So, we're back at Evil Dark Heart, we're still at yes. Evil Dark Heart. He just needs like, he's really just kind of focusing on like step one of the evil plan. Like, he's really not thinking at all, like, what he's going to do after the bears are gone. Yeah. He's just sort of like, all right, I'll get rid of these bears, and then afterwards, I will figure it out. But while Christy gets uh, injected with superpowers by Darkheart, the the clones, they end up in Kingdom of Caring. And become parents within two seconds. Yeah, these, yes, they're straight up just like, here's a baby. These bears are using the cuteness factor. They're like, we know we're cute. Why don't you fucking take care of us? Free childcare, go. Yeah. It was, I had a very, I was very unsettled by that sequence. Oh yeah, please ex- extrapolate on that, please. So, I mean, they, so they bring Chris, John and Don to the kingdom of caring because they don't think that they have any special abilities. And you find out that they're really great parents to these cubs. And so they work them. I mean, they make them change them, feed them. I mean, it was the weirdest of the movie, entire movie. That is the strangest sequence in the movie. It's It's odd. so out of place. It has nothing to do with anything else. <laughs> and it's purely like, oh, you kids aren't special. So, like, I guess you can be parents. Literally, Noble Heart Horse and True Heart Bear wanted to leave, and they left these children in charge. Yeah. And that's it. They're just like, have at it. Go for it. So when does Darkheart come up to Kingdom of Caring in all of this? So after there's they go on these missions, so that when that meter goes off, yeah. Noble Heart Horse and True Bear True Heart Bear go on missions. And so while they're out and they're like been going on these missions because it's the nineteen eighties and the world needs some uh, some love and feelings, Darkheart appears as someone who's ready to fix the meter that's been going crazy. Yeah. yeah he's, a, um, he's like a meter maid, yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, this thirteen-year-old boy. This makes sense for us, yeah. But the other bears have, in the the other bears have no idea who he is, and they're like about to have a party, and they just invite him to the party. Yeah, because that's who they are. These bears are chill as fuck. They have no responsibilities. They serve no higher god. They're like this red-eyed kid seems super legit. They're like we are legit at the top of the totem pole. Like we are the highest point. No, they in are the mountain. inside the totem pole. Ian. <laughs> I mean, they actually technically could be apex predators if we wouldn't really want to go there. Yeah. I think that that's where we should go. I think that they're Those at the top of a food chain, a spiritual, emotional food chain that this movie seems to be telling us is the way of the world. It says that polytheism exists. And then at the end, Darkheart becomes our Christ figure. <laughs> and he's now a child born without parents. He's not the Christ figure. She's the Christ figure. How is she? Was she she's a born one, again marbleist? What are you talking she's about? She's the one that gets resurrected. Resurrected. Oh, yeah. So he's the Kylo Ren. What? He's the dark heart. No, he's like the Judas. He's a Judas. Judason gets to repent like that. I don't know. I didn't read the new one. 
Happy Pesach. I think he felt pretty bad. Yeah, I would have to totally agree. From what I learned from Jesus Christ Superstar, the only way I know the Bible, <laughs> Judas seemed to feel pretty bad. Yeah, but he had heaven on his mind, Lauren. Heaven. Yeah. That's true. He did. All right, so Weber cuts. Oh boy. Uh, so then they, uh, bah, 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 bah. we already did all this. Two different locations: the cousins, the forest of feelings. In the forest of feelings, they sing a song called "We All Have Feelings." Yeah, it's great. Okay, what are your relationship to the to the music in this, Lawrence? Did you so have the album? Most random. No, I did not have the album. What but... kind of super fan are you, Lawrence? Oh, I clapped. Oh, at the end? Damn. Oh, I clapped at the end. Did you and I yell, I care, I care. I used to scream it in front of the television. Oh. That's adorable. Little baby Lawrence. All right, so, so sorry we interrupted. What's your, what's your relationship to the, to the music in this? Do you like it? Do you still remember all the words? I do. I like um, We Care A Lot. That's great. Okay. Um, it was just, the music does come out of nowhere, but... The world is already so bizarre. You just kind of go with it. Yeah. Yeah, I will say it does fit. It does seem like, no, that's pretty much what I expected these songs to be. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> the craziest thing to me is when they don't themselves sing it. Like at the end, they do a reprise of We yes. Care A Lot. Right? Isn't that the one they do a yeah. reprise of? Yeah. And no one is singing this time. But before they all were singing, so I'm again. I'm like, are they listening to this? Is this on an iPod that True Hard Bear carries around? Is he just pushing his album? Like, what is happening? It's one of my biggest pet peeves in like animated movies. We were watching The Road to El Dorado the other day, and we had the mm. same problem, where it's like there are songs that are clearly written from the perspective of the characters, yes, and makes sense for the characters to be singing, and yet you just have like Elton John singing in the background over a montage rather than just having the characters be animated to be moving their mouths and singing the song like it makes sense for them to be doing. And as we all know, Elton John did the music for Care Bears. Oh God, I wish that he had. I truly, <laughs> truly wish that he had. Oh, I man. feel like that would have felt really, really like right. Benny Bear, the Jets Bear. Would have been amazing, Ian. Rocket Bear. Oh. So, oh, Rocket Bear! I would have owned that toy. I genuinely would have. I would have gone out right now and I would have bought that toy. Well, I wouldn't have gone out, but I would go on Amazon and I would buy it. Side side tangent, Lawrence. How do you feel about Build a Bear with all of this? Are you like fuck Build a Bear? Yeah, I never really was a Build a Bear fan because I think they ripped off the idea of Care Bears. Whoa! See, and I would never got into Care Bears, but I loved Build a Bear. You got to build your own bear. What's not exciting about that? It's like a frozen yogurt shop for a stuffed you animal. You get a piece of paper and your colored crayons and you color in the bear you wanted. That's how it should have been done. Mm. All this new fancy building. I feel like everyone... You, you don't want to work for your toy. <laughs> I feel like most kids growing up had some like bear franchise kid movie obsession. And I feel like Care Bears just like... I, I didn't get on the Care Bears train because I was just full speed ahead on the Winnie the Pooh train. Mm. And I feel like I just didn't have any energy for, like, or space in my heart to care about another set of animals. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if I hadn't had the Care Bears, I would have had the capacity to care about more people. But Winnie the Pooh was just being super chill. And I was just put all my energy and just like, oh, I'm just going to cry it. about Tigger. I see it. I see it. One day we're going to do the Tigger movie on this, on this show and I'm going to cry. 
See, I was really into Street Sharks. What the fuck is that? It was, oh, I know exactly what that is. Fuck yeah, Lawrence, back me up on this. I mean, they were pretty awesome. I'm they were dope. Me. They were sharks that were in rollerblades. It was awesome. I mean, if you really want to, you have to understand that, like, this movie was my defining childhood. Also, was Mortal Kombat. That is the duality of what I who I am. Man, you I, contain multitudes, Lawrence. I want to have you on soon to do Mortal Kombat because that movie was very important to me as a kid as well. See, and if you understand that those two movies define me as a child, you understand me as a person. I think that's lovely. I have a lot of feelings, like, and I also want your soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you are a very caring person. Like, you are. And actually, I really do feel the like, ripple effects that this movie has had. I, like, I, do and I also want to like, finish you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you care about someone, but like if they're dark heart, you're going to be like, all right, I have to take you out for the good of the care society. Care society. Care society. Like, care I have to take you out to protect care a lot. I have another question. Darkheart lives underneath the camp. That's just where. So that's just where the lair is that he has assumed. Where is he? When did he have time to build this? He's omnipotent. He has all the time in the world. <laughs> time is of no factor in this movie, Ian. <laughs> Apparently, it takes place before nineteen years and during nineteen this movie years. Does not hold up to a single question. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to every question is Care Bears. Yeah. But also, like, how, like, awesome was Darkheart to know that, like, if you wanted to foster hate, you just go to a camp. Oh, my God, yeah. And That's you just prey the, on the insecurities of these, like, snot-nosed brats. That's where the source of all darkness in our lives is, like, is summer camp. But it's super, like, It Chapter 1 and It Chapter 2. It's like, when Darkheart's around, everyone turns into a dick. It the moose in the forest turns into a dick. All the animals turn into dicks. Even the Care Bears kind of start, like, ripping on each other sometimes. Yeah. Like, Grumpy Bear is just kind of like, I'm earning my name. Yeah, there were a lot of parts that did remind me of, like, It Chapter 1. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, at the end, I was borderline, like, oh, are they going to bully him to death? Like, Yeah, they're going to bully, <laughs> bully Darkheart to death. That would have been amazing. No, all he needed to do to have a change of Darkheart was almost kill a child. Actually, kill a child. <laughs> Debatable on how dead she was. Well, they sent her somewhere that they couldn't pull her back from, which to me seems she was and not like, even Darkheart could pull her back from. I do think it's like a Princess Bride situation where it's like hey, she was mostly dead, and only true love's kiss could bring her back. And thank only God no, there was a demon 13 year old to do that. Love's caring could bring her back, yeah. only the Care Bear stare could bring her back, only that heat lightning from True Heart's eyes could bring her back. Lawrence, you do have the Care Bear stare, like you're a very caring person, but also thank like you. you have that. You have that Care Bear stare. I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna fuck with him. You've also just had your belly button in the Zoom camera for the past 40 minutes, just yeah. giving oh. us the Care Bear stare. All right. Should I switch to the cup? The cup. It's also important that the cousins don't stare; they call because they're animals. Yeah. Also, I feel Weird. like it's one of those things Care where it's like, like, yeah, like who dictated that? The star. Yeah, I think that was kind of like you go over here. And you'll Did go over here. Fucking Pappy Van Twinkle divide the species. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, you're all equal. Just like you guys get to do the stare, and you guys get to do something not as cool that's called the call. You are not allowed to stare. Noble Hard Horse, look at me. You are not allowed to fucking stare. What have I just fucking said? Eyes down. When I talk to you, eyes down, head down. If you want to bow, that's even better. Even better. I'm a goddamn star. You wake up wishing you were me. I wake up as me. 
Um, so the next thing that happens <laughs> um, is the Care Bears bring out the stare for the first time. Can you go into setting us up for how we get the Care Bear stare? Yes. So they're like secret arsenal. Their special move is that they can concentrate all of their feelings into a beam. Yeah, I, I can do that on occasion, but I, usually no more than once or twice a day. And so once Darkheart could not get the bears, <clears throat> he like, they like, they're thinking they're playing a game with him, and he's trying to capture them. And when the game does, is not played correctly, he starts to show his true, his true form. They're like, he's like, get away from me. I don't need your feelings. And starts to like actually dissolve. Like his face melts away and like, yeah. <clears throat> all I want to do is have fun and play around and, and love. And it actually pisses Dark Heart off so much that he becomes his true cloud form. Yeah. And but it's... luckily, Noble Heart and True Heart Bear are back in time and they're like, we've been waiting for you, motherfucker. Let's roll. Oh my God, it's so bizarre. So they're, wait, back in time? No, they come back from their mission. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was like, wait a minute. Have they been 19 years ago this whole time? When they go down to Earth, is that 19 years before the events in Carolot? Is no. there a time bear? What is happening? <laughs> no, um, is okay, no, no, no. So yeah, so True Heart Bear and Noble Noble Horse Noble Heart Horse, god damn it, <laughs> show up in time. And now we're just in an all-out, like we're fighting. We, we're Battle fighting. between good and evil. Yeah. This is the first time, though. This is where Darkheart then leaves. He gets scared off, right? Yes. Yeah. He's like, God oh, damn, you won this time. I was shot love at, like, by two beams. What's great is he's got, like, a whole screen full of lightning that he's shooting at these bears. And yeah, then just awesome. two, two little streams of love. And that's enough for him to be like, God damn it. I'm too tired for this bullshit. <laughs> I got to get so out of here. What, what's the best thing to do? Hey, camp champ. Oh my gosh. Yeah, time to cash in. Time, guess what? My name, Mr. Mephistopheles. Let me fucking welcome you. Allow me to reintroduce myself. I cannot wait to get stuff from you. He becomes, a, he becomes his next form, which is a fox. It's so crazy. And sexual. Really sexual. Because he comes out, he slithers out all like mm. fox slinky from underneath like the schoolhouse or wherever they are. And then he doesn't he, even say like, hey, Christy. He goes, hey, are you the camp champ? She was she's like, like, who wants to know? Yeah, doesn't bat an eye that she's talking to a fucking fox. Children are weird. Well, that the, the other thing so is they've had, they've had bears and talking animals running amok this whole movie I and guess, no one's yeah. batted an eye. And they've all been nice, so like... We're yeah, so <laughs> it's like these animals don't seem to be dicks, so I guess they're cool. Like they can just hang. Come hang out with me, strange animal. He's um, like, hey, Christy, guess what? Uh, it's time for you to do what I tell you to do. And she's like, wait, what? I have to do the, my end of the bargain. Yeah, and then he turns back into the boy, and he's like laying on his side, all that like. Is a, that is a highly suggest sexual suggestive pose he's in. If you walk into a room and anyone's sitting like that, automatically assume that they want something. It's the Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Except this kid's not shirtless. Yeah. <laughs> no. He's not shirtless in that scene. He's just like got it unbuttoned. At the very uh, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Darkheart. No. Hachi Machi. Um. So yeah. Yeah. 
So then uh, we get to what happens. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, they uh, they go to try and stop Darkheart, True Heart, Bear, and Noble Heart, but then they end up encountering his shadow. Yeah, they go to the ends of the earth, basically. Yeah, they travel all the way to like where Superman's Fortress of Solitude is. They encounter the shadow. The shadow's like, screw you, I'm so evil, I can split my form in two, I Again, guess. evil Peter Pan. And I have a note here, my next note immediately after. The star, they, oh yeah, Darkheart's shadow locks up a bunch of the, the cousins, right? Yes. And then a star picks the lock. <laughs> yes, so what happens is, now that they've gotten rid of Noble Heart Forest and True Heart Bear, and he's used Christy. Christy basically has been pretending that she's in trouble, which brings the Care Bears to Earth, and Darkheart just captures them. Oh, one one. that's what she was doing? Yes. She's like, help me, everyone, help me, and makes the meter go crazy. And then the bears come to save her, and then Darkheart grabs them. Okay. For a second there, I thought that Darkheart had changed shapes one more time and had taken on the shape of a girl, and he was the one that was calling for help. I honestly think that would have been easier. No. He really could have cut out that the was man on that one. But then let's talk about one of my favorite villain's flaws. He yeah. has all these powers and and nearly drowns to death. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of almost goes out like a real punk bitch. <laughs> it's a real blind spot for my guy. And Christy even thinks she's, he's playing around. She's like, Darkheart, what are you doing? Everyone does it first. Whenever there's true danger in this world, everyone thinks the other person's just fucking around. <laughs> and all he did was hit his head in his human form and nearly drowned. Like he couldn't shapeshift into something that swam? The hubris of 13-year-olds. Just shapeshift into a fish, bro. So then Christy saves Darkheart. Yeah, she truly saves him. And truly my saves favorite him. line in the movie comes, if you knew what I was, you'd let me die. Just fucking what? Damn. If you knew what was good for you, you'd just let me be. <laughs> what? Damn. Some serious self-loathing from this children's movie villain. Yeah. But let's fast forward to where we're in. The characters get all locked up. Yep. Uh, and... Darkheart's evil plan has, is going perfectly well. We're in the end game now. Grumpy Bear's got to get the key from around Darkheart's neck. Yes. Oh, second fatal flaw... Darkheart gets sleepy and has to take a nap. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't we all? But I do like his, like... need naps, too. I do like his security move where he just shapeshifts every 30 seconds just to well, keep things fresh. Because he was burping. He couldn't control what he was shaping in, changing into. Oh. Like, he had indigestion. Because it's still a kid's movie. You gotta get in those burp and fart jokes. Yeah. That would be a pretty good, like, self-defense mechanism, though. <laughs> he becomes a rhinoceros. Yeah, well, because it goes straight to him as a rhinoceros with a chain around his neck. He looks like a street shark there. And then actually, I, I highly recommend, I truly believe that one. And then he goes like, and then he just, and I was like, oh, that's Darkheart's true form. He's a rhinoceros. Man, good thing that girl didn't fuck him because he's a rhinoceros. And then he transforms into like a snake and it's like, oh, okay, never mind. And then a frog and, and all these other nonsense. Grumpy Heart tries to get the key and then fails because Darkheart burps into a snake. Yeah. And the chair breaks that, that Grumpy, Heart, uh, Grumpy Bear is leaning on. 
and then he fails. Everyone gets mad at him. He looks at them pissed off like, I'm fucking grumpy bear. What did you expect? <laughs> my feelings are valid here too. <laughs> and Darkheart goes, you know what? I should just put you on my evil plan. I should just fast forward it to the end. Yeah, exactly. And so that's what we get. Um, and in all of this, the Care Bears are doing the Care Bear stare. The, the Care Cousins are doing the Care Cousin call. Um, Christy uses her marble skills because her and the twins are like, you, you're great at something. We got to go help out these bears. Because they've been imprisoned. Yeah. And she uses the marble and flicks the switch. And does, is that how the bears get out? I don't even yeah. remember. Yeah. Yep. And all the crystals come down. They break. They get released from their prison. Oh yeah, the crystals are ever, are everything. They're in the chandelier. Freezing people's emotions. Yeah, he, that's how hardcore Darkheart is. He not only wants it to be gone, he wants to imprison emotion. And he wants he's starting an Etsy page with these like incredible little designs. <laughs> it's like, do you want to feel pure love all the time? Wear this the, this amulet that is trapped pure love. If you want to feel grouchy all the time, don't worry. I got grouchy bear amulet over here for you. I would love you. to wear a crystallized care bear. It's like a mood ring that dictates your mood. Yeah. I mean, it's great. I mean, it's it's, 19, it's the 80s. I'm not lying. If I was in the 80s where the care bears existed like this, I would do the exact same fucking thing Dark Heart's doing. He is tight taking merchandising to a whole new level. Imagine legalized emotional dictatorship. Damn. That's what Darkheart's pitching. And honestly, not bad. No, I mean, it's pretty genius. And then we get to, like, the craziest moments of this movie. When yeah. he kills a child? You want to talk about Darkheart killing a child? So, Darkheart is, like, winning. He's, like, 1,000% winning. Yeah, and the Care Bear stare is doing nothing. Not defeat him. Yeah. And he jumps in to save them, and Darkheart's, like, going apeshit. He's going ham on these bears. Everywhere, and then the lightning, like, hits Christy. Yeah. Yep. Crystallizes Christy. She, yeah. Straight up murders her. She is, she is dead. She's on the ground. She's not moving. She's dead. And Darkheart, because he was saved by Christy earlier, actually feels remorse. Goes back into the child form, and is like, whoa, I told you not to be here. No, I can't bring you back. And then asks for the Care Bears. Oh. Yep. And it's like, whoa, Darkheart's changed. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. He's changing. But he's asking for their help. And the Care Bears are like, damn. There's some magic not even gods can do. (laughs) There really isn't. Until you break the fourth wall. Oh, my God. This was shameless. They're like, if you care enough about someone... You can bring them back from wherever dark place they are. That's a terrible message now that I think about it. <laughs> and that not is a great not... message for grief. Uh, like, oh, kids, just never let it go. And if someone, like, you know, hurts you, you just have to love them harder. That's a yeah. terrible message. Bad Please message. Do not listen to that. Yeah, that it was a big backfire. And it's, that's why the world is the way it is right now. So That's why they... True Heart Bear is probably the best. When, like, True Heart Bear is, like, Guys, we, we can't do this on our own. We're not powerful enough. That's, that's true. Hope they're kind of protecting themselves. Just kind of like, look, I am emotionally tired. I kind of need a night. I don't have the energy to spend on this girl right now. Turns directly into the camera. 
Yeah. Just like at the end of Cats, I would like to say. And Breaks ask for your help, which is amazing. It's audience participation. Yes. I mean, come on. Yeah. Which is a must for every kid's movie. This was wild because I could feel the like, I did not personally, sorry, I was not compelled to clap for Christy, but. You heartless bastard. I know. Well, I'm a, I'm a heartless 28 year old watching Care Bears at four o'clock in the afternoon during quarantine. Excuse me for not sympathizing with this animated 13 year old who's good like, at marbles. If I care hard enough, will COVID just go away? Yes. Um, but I was immediately transported back to being in a movie theater. Yeah. Weirdly. Like, watching this, I was just kind of like, oh, man, I bet this was fucking rad in a movie theater with a bunch of, like, little kids all yelling at the screen. I bet that that's kind of, like, hilarious and awesome and beautiful. Like, could you imagine seeing that? That'd be really adorable and really cool. It's a theatrical moment. Yeah. Even though it's, like, super cloying. It also also reminded me of the moment in the the Pokemon movie. Oh, yeah, when Pikachu... When Ash dies. Yeah, when Ash dies and, like, Pikachu has to bring him back. That epic battle between Mew and Mewtwo. Yeah. Yeah, where they, they also, a lot of singing in that movie that nobody sings, but yeah. there are songs happening. If you can understand, this movie was, like, clearly a predecessor to so many other movies. Oh, yeah. No, you could draw a clear line from Care Bears to Pokemon in the first movie. Clear oh, line. You do a Care Bear stare straight to that movie. It's one stop up the rainbow bridge, and boom, you were at Pokemon the first movie. Pika Pika. And then <laughs> Christy comes back to life because we all prayed so hard. Dark Heart realizes that he actually has emotions, and then thus his evil goes away. And Plot Point becomes a real boy. He becomes a real boy. Eyes. And again, I have so many problems with this. Yes. Ian always He's is thinking about the logistics. That has assumed the form of a child, but then the evil leaves, and then there's just a child there. He doesn't have a social security number. What is he going to do? Where is he going when camp is done? Back beneath the lair? Does he have the memories of having been a demon for his entire life beforehand? No, because Christy had to say, look at your eyes. Yeah, but he just didn't see a mirror. Yeah, he remembers. He remembers being a demon. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Imag- I, I just need one scene of him talking to, like, the people at social services, like, well, no, you don't understand. I used to be a demon. The Care Bears taught me how to love again. <laughs> now I'm a human I boy. Tr- you think, I think the Care Bears took him the kingdom of caring. So that kid's life is just over? He's going to grow old in the kingdom of caring? Or is that elf? He- is he now elf? But I guess he gets to go to summer camp. I think that the Care Bears probably... <laughs> I like to think that the Care Bears. Is he took a creepy up. counselor at summer camp? No, the Care Bears took him to care a lot. They yeah. gave him like the the rundown on like being a human, and then I think they probably set him up with like a decent middle class life. They're like, oh, guess what? You're the new oh, master of coin. Definitely a middle class life. Yeah, right. they definitely arranged for him to like be adopted into a nice family. A and, nice like, family of bears, and then he's just kind of like, they're like, look, never forget where you came from. You will never ever be looked at as a bear in this society. <laughs> Just know where you came from. But actually, you know, he loses all his amazing shape-shifting powers, which sucks. But he does get a girlfriend. Questionable. They I don't are think- holding hands, okay. Lawrence. I don't think the movie was trying to make that. 
But they did. I don't think they were trying, but I think they did it. Did you not stay for the post-credit sequence? I when did. When Fury shows up and they're in the middle of boning? I don't want to think about my childhood being ruined. I'm not saying that they're boning, but I am saying they're like 13-year-old boyfriend-girlfriend. Lawrence, it stands to reason the movie begins with two different species of animals fucking and it's got to end with two different species of human fucking. It's how they, this needs to end. I think they probably double-dated with the twins to the, like, the oh, final I dance of camp. double-dated. That was just... Yeah... But then it does end. This, this, so the final scene is actually bonkers to me because it ends with the with the the reprise of the song, and then everyone is swimming in the lake, which is adorable. The you know everybody's in there like the the demon boy, Darkheart, who's never not gotten a new name. He's still Darkheart. <laughs> he's credited on Amazon as the boy. The boy. So he's shirtless in the pool. And and the other and the twins are we don't really ever get to see whether they're in swimsuits or not. I assume they are. But no, they then are. all of all the care bears and the care cousins are in swimsuits. Decency, it seemed a children's movie. Why didn't they put him but like they're not they're they have their nips out the whole movie. Now they gotta cover him up. They the are, boy has his nips out. Maybe he should be in a suit. They were arguably more clothed to go swimming than they are normally. That's my problem. If you're gonna put on more clothes to go swimming than you do in your everyday life. That's not okay. You're just going to be encumbered. Like, it's going to be very, like, it's going to be heavy. You got fur? You're going to get wet anyway? All that wet yeah. fur is going to stick to you? That's going to be hotter? I'm sorry. If Winnie the Pooh doesn't need pants, you don't need pants. If Donald Duck doesn't need pants, you don't need pants. Pants are not necessary. It's a children's movie. Don't ruin the magic. These Care Bears aren't wearing jack shit. Why do they got to wear shit when they go in the water? What if they got tossed in the water anyway as like a bit earlier on in the movie? Care Bears are innocent beings. They don't know shame. It's <laughs> a shame on them. Um, and that's this movie. The, there is a fun montage at the end of them all in like uh, Carolot and the Forest of Fears. by Colors. Yeah, which is also funny. There's a great bit which confused me of uh, a baby bear and a baby lion sitting in a tree, and then there's a cat, who and they look like they're on a date. Yeah. And then there's a little cat in a baby bonnet that walks up next to the tree, and the other two pull the little baby bonnet cat up into the tree with them, and it looks like this beautiful family unit. Yeah, that's their cousins. Cousins? They're cousins? <laughs> so they're the Care Bear cousins. So, like, that montage, again, time does not exist. It, like, shows you their progression from when they were children to where they are now. Wow. And how here, you, I, I watched all of Tiger King, and at no point did they tell me that when a bear and lion get together, they create a cat. How does reproduction work in the Care Bear Society? They're gods. They don't reproduce. Thank you. They just... They just pop just out? Exist. Yeah. But no, the gods definitely fucked, Ian. Don't pretend like in Greek mythology they didn't fuck. We're dealing with a situation we've never seen before. These Care Bears run by different rules, Lord. They do. Asexual reproduction? They don't care. It's their asexual beings. I, I, I don't even think it's asexual. I just think Papa, Papa Star just kind of thinks about them. and. Pappy Van Twinkle did not design them to fuck. So Papa Star just is the dad of all the Care Bears. He's, I so guess... So he is Zeus. Kronos. He's Kronos. Because they're trying to, they, the star came in at the beginning. Obviously, Darkheart wasn't a big enough threat to where the star felt like it needed to intervene in the entirety of the movie. Um, yeah. And so then the star. Sounds like a fucking shithole dad. Sounds like Kronos. Yeah. So I think that's what we're realizing. That star is a titan. These Care Bears are the Greek gods. 
Yep. Dark Heart is the magical Mr. Mephistopheles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so Faustian, I couldn't even handle it. It is wild how much the first movie has absolutely zero plot, and this movie is all in on plot. I don't know, the and first yet, one had the plot. It had that evil little magician boy. Yeah, but that, that scene showed up once every 20 minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> Darkheart is the lead of this movie. <laughs> I'm just saying I was very interested about that magician. Really, the, I think what really brought that childhood to me was that, like, he was such a clear villain. He was yeah. a redheaded child. <laughs> like, you saw a redheaded, red-eyed child, and it was like, oh, track. this kid's fucked up. But it was also a villain where he turned out okay in the end because he realized that his behavior was toxic, and he fixed it. Yeah. Pure toxic masculinity. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. He is. Like, he, he are the villain in this movie conquered toxic masculinity, and that's actually really interesting for, like, a kid's movie. It is. That is very interesting. There's not a ton of... Yeah. There's not a ton of extra trivia I found on this movie. Docker. Um, believe it or not. Do you want to guess what the um would you like to guess what the budget or not the budget, the uh the worldwide gross of this movie is? I have no clue. No clue. <laughs> Lawrence, you wanna take a wild swing? Um nineteen eighty six. Nineteen eighty six. Uh five million? Close. It only made $8 million worldwide. How much did it cost to make? Uh, they, I could not find it. Damn. A lot of these animated movies before 19, like 1990, it's really hard to track down numbers for But me. I bet that the movie coming out boosted toy sales. So oh, like, yeah. So like, if, even if it didn't make a ton of money in the movie, I bet it, like, it kept toy sales afloat. This was a year before... Which is be- the only goal that they had, I'm sure. Yeah, this was a year before the initial end of... Or the run of the... The end of the run of the initial Care Bear run. Mm-hmm. So, like... They're doing pretty well right now. Oh, absolutely. They just had five I albums coming like, out last year. I remember, I don't think I even had any bears, but I definitely remember the merchandise. So oh, yeah? Was for us? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I firmly believe that. Yeah. Did you, yeah. and um, correct me if I'm wrong, if you're any answers, did you have one of these? I did not, but I was very obsessed. Like, I had all these, like, I liked to color a lot when I was a kid. <laughs> wow. That all makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> um, I am really bummed. Side obsessed note: obsessed with rainbow-colored bears. Wow, mm. adorable! I did go through my Neopets phase, which I feel like is a very similar phase. I had a Gigapet. Yeah, I was really into the like because they're all just different colors, and they're like basically animals from our world, but they're not. I mean, that's the whole appeal of Pokemon, yeah. right? It was like yeah, yeah, and I loved Pokemon growing up. I will say there are two characters in the first film that I was kept waiting to show up in this film. And their names are uh, Tug and Hug. Tug and Hug. Tug and Hug. The movies cannot be judged as any kind of. Because I had a lot of questions about Tug and Hug. How many, do you know off the top of your head, how many Care Bears there are? I would say 37. 37 Care Bears. That feels low. That's honestly, what amazing marketing. It's like everybody can have a different favorite Care Bear. They like just go through the colors of the wind. <clears throat> oh, let's just make a, an aquamarine bear. Yeah, and emotions. Just like, yeah, I don't know. Today I'm kind of groggy and a little horny bear. And uh, tomorrow I'm like... The original group of Care Bears are only 10. Whoa. But then they kept adding some. They diversified. You see that? Yes, they did. <laughs> but some of them were not good enough to be bears, so they were cousins. Yeah, because then you have, you have different cousins and stuff. And Are you looking at street sharks? 
All right, well, let's get into There's this. There's so many I can't even, and I would have to literally count them, and I'm not going to do that. All right, Lawrence, yes. in the year 2020, yes. would you recommend Care Bears 2, colon, A New Generation? Because of the way the world is, absolutely. I question when and why people don't have empathy in their lives, and that that crucial stage from four to six, something happened. And I think this movie needs to come back with a vengeance. Wow. The return. The return of Darkheart. I wait till I get to my recommendations because hot take, Lawrence, there is a new Care Bear. Can't wait. Uh, and yeah, and they basically is doing the exact same thing, and he's amazing. Lauren, do you recommend Care Bears 2, colon, a new generation in 2020? I cannot recommend this <laughs> film. Um, I cannot in good conscience recommend this film to anyone that does not have nostalgia for the original. I don't know that it stands alone as a movie. I don't know if you don't... If, it's not super friendly to people who do not already know the Care Bears universe. It's not super user-friendly. I, I think that the ideal way to watch this movie, if you've never seen it, is next to someone that cares about it a lot. Yes. That you care about a lot. and Who can explain it all to you. And that also, like you, is on several mind-altering substances. <laughs> because I can imagine, under the influence of like uh, like and not just kind of like i want to be like a little buzz to watch a movie like you got to be out of your gourd watching this thing and it and that could justify watching it <laughs> you're not high on love uh you need a little you need a little extra can love be mixed in to whatever drink i'm having like i'm sure my neighbors probably thought they didn't know what was happening in this apartment i was laughing so much. What is your favorite joke in this movie? Um, I don't know. I think I think when Darkheart goes, if you if you knew what was good for you, you would just let me die. It was just so dark. <laughs> is that a joke? A G-rated. I love that it's like I laughed so hard at the line where the thirteen-year-old said, "I wish I was dead." <laughs> <laughs> and I and as I look back at it, because I hadn't seen it, and obviously I'm. 35 years old and hadn't seen it in a very long time. I was like, ooh. Oh, wow. Particularly the, the screwed up color scheme at the end. The rainbows yeah. didn't match. Yeah. No fountain. I was like, oh, no. Flaws. Flaws in my Care Bears movie. They didn't pay them. They didn't pay the, <laughs> the colorist. The paint department. What are we doing here? Oh. And like we always do at this time, is there a modern analog? A movie that's come out in the last 10 years or so. Oh, yeah. That if you like Care Bears 2, A New Generation, you would also like. Lawrence, do you have yours? Inside Out. Inside Out, great choice. Why? Yeah. A movie about feelings and how to, and how to navigate when you're a child. All of the complicated emotions that are developing in you and an outlet for it. Yeah. It's not theirs, but now it's just feelings. That's fantastic. It's one of my favorite movies. I love Inside Out. It's my favorite Pixar film. Actually, so much so. Bear Bears too walked so that Inside Out could marathon. Could marathon. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, oh man. Yeah, it was actually my recommendation as well. So I'm going to call Mulligan and make a new one. Um, not a, not a uh, movie, but a TV series that I really like that's also about sharing your emotions. 
uh, and that is the Queer Eye reboot. I think that it's, we're, all three of us are very big fans of that. Uh, but I think that it's got a lot in common with what this movie is preaching uh, with a little bit more of an emphasis on uh, loving yourself as well and taking time for yourself and doing what you need so that you can be the best bear to care. Lauren, what about you? I know that I've already recommended this before. You've recommended this five times and I, and so and I, I, have, I don't even know what you're going to recommend. so, Ian, I have another recommendation as a bonus is one that I haven't recommended, but it's just too perfect for this. Because if you, if Care Bears walked and Inside Out ran a marathon, then Paddington 2 ran a fucking triathlon. Everything that this movie does. And high five that. Yes, yeah. everything that this movie does, Paddington 2 does a million times better. And, and also, he does a Care Bear stare that will actually be devastating to you. Well, it's and a it's hard actually stare. a stare. It's a hard stare, and you will feel terrible when he gives it to you. He <laughs> is compassionate, he is kind, he is wise, he is everything that the Care Bears would be proud of him of a fellow bear to be. And it is also in the guise of a very smart, very fun, very silly, very interesting and well-paced film paddington 2 it's also another sequel love it um but as my real recommendation because i haven't recommended it already i'm going to recommend uh another kids film that came out recently called uh the kid who would be king uh, which i think is still on hbo it's um it's a film by the same director that made attack the block um and it's about like Joe a kid, yeah so it's about another kid who's like kind of a loser coming into his own and, and being okay with the skill set that he has and, and the friends that he has and learning to kind of conquer toxic masculinity while also getting the power of King Arthur and having to save the world. Dope. Yeah, it's also just a really fun movie. Nice. Lawrence, you got anything you want to add before we head out? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I cannot Kombat. wait. It's going to be a fucking fun one. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on today. Lauren, have a good night. Anything you want to say? No. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, in the midst of quarantine and all of this craziness like we've done for the past few weeks, uh, if you do have any extra cash laying around, feel free to donate that uh, to any of the local businesses that you want to continue to support. Uh, Artists Relief Fund here in Chicago is very, very great. Uh, there are a bunch of really great local businesses that we've given shout outs to on the last few weeks. Check those out if you would like. Please remember to give us a five-star review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. And remember to uh, check us out on all of those uh, podcasting platforms and send us an email at notanotherfilmpodcast at gmail.com. All right. Anything else? No. No? Care Bear Stare. Yeah. yeah.